Hello and welcome to the 5 Minutes Peace podcast, a show where we talk about helping our kids balance screen time and share some screen-free activities which give us that much-needed 5 minutes peace. Yep, the first day back at school and definitely need that 5 minutes peace. Before I start with today's show, don't forget to head to 365daysofnoscreens.com forward slash sign up, it's all one word, and download your free activity calendar. There are 365 screen-free activities for every day of the year and three types to choose from, so make sure you choose the right calendar for your a child's age group. Right, so today we're going to be talking about why fine motor activities aid preschoolers development and what I mean is you know when you when you are a baby you have these gross motor skills and they're like pretty much walking sitting so developing fine motor skills in preschool is vital because they come from the gross motor skills that we learn when we're babies things like writing your name buttoning and unbuttoning your shirt making biscuits they are all fine motor skills Okay, so this is why it's really important to develop those, because when you develop those, your child will have more skill. Because you develop those skills, your child will be more apt to do things that are fun. And therefore, there's a chain of causation there. When your child is doing more fun things, they're less likely to go on a screen. I mean, yes, of course, they'll still go on a screen. But they're, you know, if they're really good at football, or they're really good at colouring, or they're really good at painting or you know archery or something like that which all use fine motor skills then there's more choice for them out there so that's the point anyway that's the point of doing this uh, this podcast today is we want to develop our preschoolers fine motor skills or even if your child is 12 like mine and fine motor skills are pretty much when it comes to holding a scissor probably not great as I heard from my last parents evening which came up as a running pattern yeah, he's great, but just cutting something or using scissors or, you know, I'm just a fantastic illustrator, but any other tools to get it. So, yeah, this is what prompted me to look more into more about fine motor skills. And then when I looked into fine motor skills, I noticed it was, you know, it's crazy what I talk about when we, we talk about fine motor skills. It's it's everything, everything, holding a pencil, playing in the playground, skipping, all those things all develop fine motor skills okay so the more your preschooler practices these fundamental skills the better they become and the more competent they will be at functioning and even excelling in adulthood and that's what it's all for right this is what we're the whole point of 365 days and those screens.com is not just take the screens away but develop healthy adults um, both mentally and physically so that they are more responsible later to take the screens away we want to build well-balanced kids okay that is the, the point of it so let's start right at the very beginning what are gross motor skills like like i said before gross motor skills are those skills that we use to develop our whole body so we can move so the more children children practice these body movements like coordinating they become more confident they become more agile they become more flexible and it's a great stepping stone into fine motor skills and fine motor skills work with the brain and the nervous system. They exercise the small muscles. They control the hand, finger, lip, tongue, and eye movement. And they help children think, do things like eat, write, get dressed, manipulate objects, those kind of things. So it's really, really important, obviously, because, you know, that's what we need to survive in this world. But it will also mean that they will become more confident in exploring things that might be outside of their comfort zone. 
So things like fine motor skills could include things like writing, drawing, colouring, like I mentioned, using scissors to cut paper, buttoning and zipping clothing, tying shoelaces, using utensils to eat, playing musical instruments, building with blocks or Legos to build fine motor skill development, um, use a computer mouse or a keyboard even if you're going on the screens, threading beads onto a string, sewing and knitting. These are just very few examples, but we will go through some more examples in a moment. But here are some ways that we can improve fine motor skills. OK, so you can got hand strengthening activities for kids. These are really important things like Play-Doh, finger painting, using tongs or tweezers to pick up little objects or little cotton balls or beads, squeezing a ball when you're stressed. That's really, really helpful when you're feeling really ag agitated. Uh, I love uh, getting some plasticine or some, what do they call it? Play not Play-Doh, what do they call it? Blue tack. I love getting blue tack and just squeezing it and, and stretching it until it gets warm. And that's kind of my stress ball. Got lacing and beading playing with putty. So putty can, is like a different kind of Play-Doh. Uh, it's squeezed, can be pinched, can be moulded. These are all building hand strength and, of course, using scissors, which my 12-year-old <laughs> avoids like the plague. Um, but they're really useful to improve hand strength coordination. Even playing with building blocks, picking up that building block and putting it on top of another, that's a really, really key skill. So you can use things like Lego. In my article, I'll set, share a link uh, to my article in the show notes where I've got links to some fantastic toys which build fine motor skills. So go through that and I'll, I'll share some in this podcast. But Lego is one of them. Lego is one of my favourite. It's so useful to build whatever. You can build worlds. You can do anything with Lego. And it's fun as well. Tearing paper, that's a great one for really young babies. You know, they love the sort of get some junk mail if you don't if you have junk mail through the post like ours it's like a tower by our door and I just collect them and then I give them to my fourth and she just tears them and that's really good for pincer skills so that's a good one and that's also in the activity calendar so make sure you download the activity calendar one of those screen free activities is just to get all your junk mail out tear it and create collage so there are things out there that you can do so Play-Doh is, like I said, my favourite. There is a mega pack, which is exclusive to Amazon. I've got a link in my article. It's 36 Play-Doh cans and all different colours. And all kids, all my kids love it. All my kids from 21 months to 12 years old, they're always playing with Play-Doh. And my eldest, who likes to think he's too cool for school, if they, he sees the babies playing with Play-Doh, he's, he's right there. <laughs> he's like, OK, I'm playing. You can do things you can do with Play-Dohs, things like rolling it into small balls, making Play-Doh snakes, flattening Play-Doh with a rolling pin, creating Play-Doh imprints. You can cut Play-Doh with scissors. This is what I'm trying to get my elders to do. You can get Play-Doh cutters, add small objects as well. You can manipulate these objects with your fingers. Um, you can create little 3D Play-Doh sculptures. You can create little letters and numbers, which will help towards letter recognition and number recognition. If your child is learning about phonics is a great way to teach phonics and then you can create little sensory bins so stick all sorts of different materials in there with the play-doh and then that develops sensory skills as well so you've got block play activities block play activities are what they call heuristic toys heuristic toys basically means that the child leads the play rather than the, the toy leads the child 
and things like block play like lego and, and wooden blocks are great because a child can just do what they want with it but also it's you know developing fine motor skills so you can do things like sorting and stacking sort them by size shape color and texture build towers knock them over it's really fun to knock them over but it's also a great way to learn about causation chain of causation build them up and throw them down building structures creating patterns tearing paper uh, tracing and drawing so even get some paper and do some tracing and drawing i've got my dot to dot book good little shameless plug now but you can i'll leave a link below but you've got my dinosaur dot to dot book and that's perfect for preschoolers and building fine motor skills because it offers 100 dot to dot coloring activities and they range from five to 100 dots so they develop as you go along through the book and it's really good for the child's pincer grip and obviously learning about handwriting and tracing as well so check that out carving and sculpting you've also got painting now painting is probably my favorite of all the play with children over the years over the last 12 years I love getting down and painting with the kids I never really realized I was that arty until I had kids Uh, but you've got some great washable paint I mean I can (laughs) one day I, I took a phone call and rookie mistake left the paint on the table and when I came back five minutes later my toddler and my baby were covered in paint head to toe but it was really fun. And my, my daughter was just carrying on. My toddler was carrying on. I, I came in and I got shocked. So I let out a loud gasp. And baby dropped the paintbrush. My toddler was carrying on. Oh, we haven't finished the skin. Uh, yeah, so get an epic paint set. Like you can get one from Amazon. Loads of different brushes. Loads of like a roller that you can use, you know, like when you're painting walls, you've got a little mini roller. Washable paint. I cannot stress enough. Get washable paint. <laughs> don't get permanent paint get or don't get acrylics even just get washable paint crayola do some great ones and then you've got spongy sort of brushes with different textures uh you've got stars little rollers things like that get that um i've got a link in my article check it out and then just experiment with it you can do canvas painting you can paint by numbers so they can learn their numbers hand painting paint their hands and stamp on the paper you can do finger painting my daughter loves finger painting and what we do is like create a trunk, tree trunk, and she just paints the tree with her fingers and they look like little leaves or snowflakes if it's in the winter. And, and a great way when you're painting is to teach them about the colour wheel. So teaching them about colours, what happens, you've got your primary colours, red, blue and yellow. What happens when you mix red and blue, you get purple. What happens when you mix blue and yellow, you get green. What happens when you mix red and yellow, you get orange. And they're really surprised and, and they love it. And that's it's great because sometimes you only need to get red, blue and yellow paint and you've made up all the other colours of the rainbow. And my daughter's getting really good at that, actually. She keeps going, I want to make green, so let me put a little bit more blue in there. Let me put a little bit of yellow in there. She's three and a half, so she's already learning, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that makes different colours. You also use Q-tips, which here in England is earbuds, I think. I don't know if they're called Q-tips in the UK. I don't think they are. Um, Q-tips in America, I think. But the little cotton buds, you know, you can use those, paint on the paper. Sponge painting, I love sponge painting. You don't need to go out and get specific sponges. You can cut your washing sponges, which is what we used to do initially, but then I just got the the, the whole pack. Straw painting, blow paint through the straw, um, and then the paint travels across the paper. Kids love that one. And stick painting. 
as well. So when the paint is dry, you can peel off the stickers and it gives a little reveal. Like you can do, I can't remember what it's called, where you put the tape over the art. It's like fine, modern art. My eldest loves doing that. And you create different triangles or squares, different shapes in between. You paint over the tape and then you take the tape off. And it comes out with a really good uh, design. It looks very flashy and really modern. You've got marble painting. So paint your marble and then th- roll the marble across the paper. That's a good one. And then you've got another clothes pegs. I think they're called clothes spins in America, but clothes pegs are so cheap, so in, uh, so affordable, and you get loads in a set. And they're one of the best things for strengthening finger strength, fingers, fingertips. Like when you're squeezing that clothes spin, you're trying to pop it onto something like a clothesline or paper. It's a really good way to strengthen their fingers. And it's affordable as well. Pinching pom-poms, sorting objects, Hanging clothes. I mean, the list can go on. Pipe cleaners are great as well. Pipe cleaners are like very bendy, and so you can mold them into things. You can create things with them. You can bead with them. You can sculpt, trace with them. You can make little letters and numbers. You can create little puzzles. You can paint with them as well. And if you've got nothing around, you can use your office supplies. Like you can use a rubber band ball. You can use paper clips. Make a paper clip chain. Pencil spinning. Hole punching. Staple art, which it might not be so great for younger kids, but scissor skills, paper folding, beading. I mean, honestly, your imagination will take you there. There's loads and loads of things. Tweezing, threading. Threading is a great one. Threading is great for hand-eye coordination, finger strength, dexterity. You don't need to start sewing. You, I mean, there is a there's a very great um, there's a great inexpensive threading activity on Amazon, but you just need to just get like a shoelace string, get some Cheerios, and thread Cheerios through the string. I've got uh, that activity on the calendar as well. But stringing beads is one of the best ways to strengthen hand eye coordination. You can use water. Water's free from the tap. Get some edible food coloring and just squeeze little colors into each of them, and you can learn about the color wheel that way as well. Don't forget, you can squeeze water number jars and put water into different jars so they can practice their numbers. You got bubble play, so bubble play is really easy. Just get some, you know, those gentle for the eyes dish soap. So what's it called? Johnson Johnson gentle for the eyes. So, you know, just in case they rub their eyes and they put soap in their eyes. But you can put some dish soap in there with some water and then your child can splash to create bubbles or they can blow the water. And you can get water beads as well. Don't forget, get little squishy water beads. They're also great for sensory. And then you've got chalkboard, eraser markers. Eraser markers are great because you can wipe them off. Windows, glass, signs and mirrors. So many things like jigsaw puzzles. Like I can, the list can go on. Check my article. And you can see loads and loads of things that you can use, like pool noodles, sand. Sand is great for play. And if you want to go seasonal, then you could do like pumpkins for the autumn. You can create little like skeletons uh, with cotton wool. You can make little Christmas tree decorations, snowflakes with paper and scissors, New Year's poster, you know, for Chinese New Year dragons. I mean, just honestly, check my article out. And it's got a list in there of really cheap, affordable or free options 
that you can do to to build your child's fine motor skills. And don't forget, I've got my toddler busy book as well. You can download the Canva template. I'll send a link. I'll put a link in the show notes below straight to the Canva template. You just need to get Canva. Canva is this platform where anyone with zero skills, artistic skills can start on Canva and create things like posters, graphics and things like that and you can create pdfs and i've got a, tam- a template already there for you all filled out all you need to do is personalize it and you don't even need to personalize it if you don't want to but if you check the link below you'll see that the toddler busy book has just got loads of things for fine motor skills in there definitely check it out it's really easy to create i've done the hard part for you, you just need to print it out <laughs> get a laminator as well laminators are so important so those are the activities that are great for fine motor skills okay so you need to go through all of those and see which one apply for you and don't forget you are learning in fine motor skills in things like sports as well like dribbling a basketball hitting a basic baseball shooting a hockey puck serving a tennis ball shooting a basketball all those kind of things are building fine motor skills typing on a keyboard, playing a musical instrument, knitting or crocheting, sewing, clapping. Clapping is generally considered a gross motor skill. It also requires some level of fine motor skill. So some great ways, if you are if you think that your child has got weaker fine motor skills, some great ways to build that is instruments. I find that instruments are really, really helpful for building motor skills like drums, guitar, keyboard, voice even doesn't require any fine motor skills but it's great for those who have weaker fine motor control Uh, you can get them to sing but yeah it's loads of things so check it out check my article out Uh, let me know what your favorite is what you do at home with your child how do you build their fine motor skills thank you so much for being here and i wish you a very safe and healthy happy day